Hello and welcome to From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. My name is John McDonald. This episode features a special guest from the city of Langford. He has been the city's mayor since 1993, leading the municipality to become one of the most business-friendly and highest-growth regions on Vancouver Island. We explore how the city increased its business tax base from just 3% to now more than 20% and cover several major projects planned later this year, including the potential for a new post-secondary institution. Our conversation starts now. Yeah, my name is uh, Stu Young. I'm the city of Langford mayor and uh, the mayor for the last uh, 29 years. Langford has a population now of about 50,000. Tax base uh, commercially is around 20%, and our residential tax base, obviously, around 80%. So it's a good balance between the business part of our community and, of course, the residential uh, part of it. Uh, we're a thriving community. We grow at about 5 6% a year. Uh, a lot of young families, affordable housing, you know, pretty interesting makeup and Lots of things going on in Langford. It's quite a vibrant uh, downtown core. And, um, you know, we're continuing to add as many businesses as we can to create jobs for the young families that uh, live in Langford. Awesome. Well, that's exciting to hear. It's really cool to kind of drive through the area every once in a while and just see new businesses, new buildings uh, pop up and everything. It looks really new, which is really cool to see. Yeah, we've been very fortunate to, uh, all of our underground services that you can't see are all new, like new sewers, new water lines. And obviously our infrastructure is uh, in uh, top-notch shape. And, uh, you know, we can accommodate uh, development and affordable housing and some density now uh, based on the fact that we have uh, great underground services now. Yeah. No, that's really exciting to hear. I'm wondering if you can speak to a little bit to what you have seen uh, throughout your city this year uh, in terms of real estate development, new business attraction, kind of different initiatives that you guys are promoting. Kind of what's what's been going on in 2021 so far? Well, what we've been doing is uh, much the same as we've been doing for 25 years is just trying to build an economy for the people of Langford so they don't have to work outside of Langford. Uh, so a lot of the uh, families and people moving to Langford now are choosing that place because there is a bit of an economy and a, a business community that is thriving. But, you know, the council has been great. They roll out the red carpet to anybody with a new business. You know, we make sure that we look after them and help them uh, uh, get situated in our town. You know, we have a great economic development committee that uh, meets with uh, potential people that want to invest in Langford and, and uh, whether it be housing, whether it be a business. And also we work with, you know, Rugby Canada, all the big sports facilities that we have, have great tenants in them, you know, the Rebels football, the Rugby Canada, you know, PFC soccer. So what Langford is doing now is we're trying to do more on the sports and the arts and cultural side, and that's a priority for us. We've been very fortunate to have four new schools uh, announced and three of them built so far in Langford, uh, brand new. So as the population is growing, the government is doing a good job of uh, making sure that the, uh, you know, the support is there for education as well. And we're hoping in the future that uh, we get a university in Langford because there's four or 5,000 kids in Langford that are going to leave our town to go to university um, it would be great to have our kids not only 
grow up in Langford, but stay in Langford for their post-secondary education as well. So that hopefully we're going to get a good announcement on that very soon. Oh, wow. That's really exciting to hear that. Um, I want to ask you a little bit about, I guess, if there was a change in your role as COVID happened in terms of promoting the city as an economic development or an investment destination um, outside of that kind of like that three month tenuous period to, to start things off. Did you change the way that you uh, and your team focused on promoting investment for the area? Yeah, we worked a lot harder. I can tell you that uh, we had to do a lot over the phone and, you know, zoom and all this other stuff that uh, became the normal there for, for quite a while. And, and even still now our council meetings are closed and you got to phone in uh uh, to do that. And it's, it's video recorded and stuff like that, but I didn't think that it would last this long. And, uh, you know, it's, it was the new normal. So we had to ramp up really fast to make sure that we didn't lose our economy based on COVID, you know, we had to shut it down for, you know, health and safety of the public, but we had to find ways to do business virtually. So, we had to make sure that, you know, we, we've got a lot of people in the trades and, you know, Langford is a, you know, blue collar community. And we needed to make sure that uh, it wasn't the city uh, creating the impediment for economic recovery, you know, from COVID or just to keep things moving. And so, you know, our staff were just tremendous. You know, they found innovative ways. Uh, we've actually had more permits and more building during COVID than we have ever in the history of Langford. So my staff did an amazing job. They didn't run and hide. They actually went out there and engaged people, phone people. And, you know, our approval process did not slow down at all. Matter of fact, it, it sped up and, you know, we've just got a great group of people that managed to uh, realize that uh, COVID was a, a serious threat to the economy of the world, Langford and the health of people. And so we did our own advertising to tell people to wear a mask, keep safe, keep distance, but go to work safely, you know what I mean? And to make sure you wore masks at work and just took the simple solutions, you know, to try and keep everybody safe and, and keep the economy going. So it was quite a, uh, uh, you know, a task, but uh, you know, the staff and the politicians did a really good job of recognizing that uh, you couldn't just put your head in the sand and hope this thing would blow over. They, they worked hard at keeping our, our staff safe and uh, keeping the paperwork moving and the bureaucracy moving. Yeah. No, I'd love to hear the idea of you guys taking initiative to um, just not waiting for things to happen. I want to ask you a little bit about the growth rate. You mentioned that you're averaging about five to 6% per year. Are you noticing a trend from let's say the, the downtown core of Victoria to some of the, the outlying communities of the West shore, like, like Langford or are there people just coming there from all over? Uh, a lot of them are coming from all over, but the majority is, uh, you know, Victoria, Saanich, you know, a lot of people from there, but a lot of young families, just people that, you know, have never bought a house before. Um, so they're coming from our own community from around the area. Um, of course, we've got, you know, the Bear Mountain area there, which is attracting a lot of people from Vancouver and Toronto and Calgary and places like that. So we got a real mix in Langford. And uh, uh, now that we've got seniors housing, the seniors are, you know, moving into Langford too as well. It's a great walk around community. We've done a lot of parks and trails and uh, with three lakes in our downtown core, that's pretty cool. Like not a lot of places have that amenity, that natural amenity that's there. So 
you know, there's a lot to offer out here and our sports and recreation is top notch. It's like built world class so that we have uh, international events and things like that. And we're hoping to, you know, do more of that as COVID declines and uh, we be able to manage it moving forward over the next few years and we get a handle on it. Um, we want to be able to do more international uh, events and stuff to get people excited, you know, in Langford about, you know, what we're doing and, and how we're doing it. Cause pre COVID we were just on a roll. We were getting lots of, uh, lots of events in, in Langford and we're just ramping up again now. So as, the, as the health authority allows us to do it. So, um, you know, our new stadium there is just fantastic, you know, and, and watching games there and, we're going to have some concerts there here in the next month uh, for the first time. So that'll be exciting too, as well. It'll just make it seem like we're back to normal here. We're working hard in Langford to keep everybody as safe as we can, but we're also recognizing that, you know, people have been cooped up for two years. So we need to make sure that, you know, the city itself actually brings things to the community and make sure that uh, we at least, you know, brighten the people's day a little bit by bringing in, you know, events and, uh, things for people to do. Yeah, no, I saw that the music festival announcement uh, out there as well. It's really exciting. Is there anything else that's coming up for the rest of the year that you want to highlight? We've, you mentioned the post-secondary uh, potential announcement. Is there anything else coming down uh, the pipe, maybe even from a development perspective? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you're going to see more higher buildings in Langford because we're trying to get people to invest in Langford instead of doing, you know, three and four and five, six story buildings, we're trying to get them. So they're higher, like, you know, up to the 20 story, 22 story mark in our downtown core in a specific area. So that way we can get some uh, affordable housing and these are condos that we're after. So you can buy a condo for three to 500,000, live in a downtown core. You don't need a car. You can walk around because we've got a lot of services now. So we're at that critical mass of businesses and residential uh, demand that there is that we want to make sure that people have an opportunity instead of, you know, $1,800, $2,000 for a accommodation in an apartment that that money can go towards a three, four, five hundred thousand dollar uh, condo for them. So at least they can get into the market. So we're looking at a affordable house, of, you know, attaining an affordable house rather than just, you know, affordability. It's, it's actually home ownership, attainable home ownership is what we're trying to do. And this council is doing that. And we'll be bringing in a, a program to help the people of Langford that uh, maybe are renting and uh, want a place to own and call home for home ownership, we'll be providing some funds uh, from the city to help that. And the funds were uh, collected over the last four or five years from the development that happened and it went into an affordable housing fund. So we've got $3 million uh, already saved up there that we're going to be giving back as a credit to people that want to buy a home. We'll help them buy their first home in an affordable way. So we're going to be looking at that. And so that'll happen fairly quickly. That'll be in the next uh, two, three months. Uh, you'll be able to apply and hopefully qualify for your uh, first home in Langford and be able to move from a apartment to a condo to get some home ownership. And that's really what we're looking for. Uh, the university, as I said, is exciting. We've been working on that. We're hoping that that announcement will come soon as well. We're doing revitalization in our downtown core. As we start to go higher with our buildings, we wanted to have 
places in our downtown core that we're building. So we're doing a Station Avenue project, which is the whole length of Station Avenue, where we're putting in dog parks and uh, beer gardens and uh, wine tasting, beer tasting, food trucks. It's like a place where when you live in the downtown core in the taller buildings, you've got a place to go uh, walk your dog, go meet people. It's a meeting place. We'll have live music there. We'll have a stage there. So there'll be constant activity going on there. And it's also for people that are trying to be in business, but you know, the rents are pretty high where we've got in sea containers and we've built some buildings. So you can actually, if you're an artist, you can go there and paint and then sell your wares or if you're a craftsperson, you can do that as well. So we're going to make spaces available. So you'll be right in the downtown core in the walkable area where we'll have this three blocks of ability for people to if you're a young entrepreneur you can go there and you know sell what you've got or if you're an artist or if you're a singer or whatever you can go there so we're just building the arts and cultural part of Langford and putting a strong footprint in our downtown core uh, in cooperation with the Island Corridor Foundation which is great they've really helped us realize how to change this property that I've looked at for 30 years with broom in it and gravel and it was just overrun and it's right beside the rail track. So it's a a perfect piece to make as a community vision for downtown and for activity and excitement uh, year round. And it's also on the, on the uh, Enon corridor. So when, and if the train starts running, hopefully in the next five years, they'll be able to go back and forth between Victoria and Langford and Langford and Up Island, uh, you know, where it'd be a, a place where you come into the train and there's activity and excitement and you can hang for the day and do that. So it'll be fun. There'll be lots of food there. There'll be lots of different types of beers and wine and uh, sit and listen to music, walk your dog in the park. And uh, there'll be a little bit of a parking area there too as well for people along Station Avenue. It's a fairly large piece of property in our downtown core, so it, it'll actually work really well. Wow. It's really, it's interesting to hear how it, I would say there's a really assertive focus on bringing and building up businesses within the community. Was that something where you've, you know, you've been in the mayor for 29 years. Is that something you've had, you had to kind of, you set the tone from day one that that was going to be a priority uh, for the city, or is it something that's kind of evolved over time as you, as you've grown into the role? No, I was in my first speech as uh, when I was running for mayor that, you know, we had high unemployment, the business rate, taxes, uh, that 3% of our taxable uh, income was uh, from business. So we've raised that and we purposely went after more businesses in Langford so we could raise it to a more even uh, level of taxation from the business sector, and which is better because then there's less uh, onus on the homeowner to pay for all the improvements. So the business community has just been unbelievable in Langford over the last 25, 30 years. Um, we, we went after it. Like I phoned Costco.com. I phoned, you know, Home Depot. Like we went after a lot of the big boxes in the beginning because Langford had no business, 20% unemployment. I had to go after anything I could to create a tax base, but we went from 3% uh, taxation and, and percentage of business to over 20% now. And that's big for a community to grow like that, you know, six, 700%, you know, increase and done well. We've tried to incorporate residential on the commercial properties now. So we put all the commercial down below, we put the residential above and, 
And that's starting to build our downtown core uh, by doing that. So it's really important that council and future councils are as aggressive at attracting business and investment for the city of Langford and making sure that it's affordable for the people that live here in Langford. So affordable housing and for new, new, new people that want to choose the type of lifestyle Langford has. It's a young town, lots of recreation and it's affordable. We got the lowest taxes in the region. Everything that we're doing is to make it an affordable community with jobs where you live. And so the jobs where, uh, you know, are, are, we're down to like less than 2% unemployment here in, in Langford from 20%. So things are improving and, and, uh, you know, we've got a lot of support from the residents. The residents are amazing. They've supported, you know, council's decisions all the way along for the improvement of Langford. You know, we never had streetlights or sidewalks and, and never had sewer and stuff like that. So all of those things that have now uh, been built in Langford has now helped us and made a stronger future for, you know, everybody that's coming to Langford and moving now gets the benefit of the hard work of the business community and the development community, you know, years ago. So it's, it's, it's exciting to see the improvements over the last 30 years. And, and I'm glad to see that uh, we're looking at going higher with our buildings to make it more affordable because everybody talks about urban sprawl and is a bit of a problem. So what we want to do is to tighten up our downtown core, make it economically viable to have a strong city and a strong vibrancy uh, there and that's the next transition for Langford. What we're going to be doing uh, over the next year or so is you're going to see uh, a push towards uh, investing in the taller buildings, have daycares in them, have commercial activity around them. So, yeah, no, it's so cool to, to hear that. And I think just as an outsider, not living in the area, it's just you've done a great job of promoting the community but it's just, it's like an exciting place it sounds like an exciting place to live there's a lot of great upside potential i want to briefly ask you about the 20 percent business tax base was that a target for you did you have a specific number in mind about what uh the contribution from the business community should be to the tax base or is that something that's just kind of happened and you're trying to go farther no that was the target i'm very on top of the numbers and where we're at. And I knew that with 3% contribution from business for tax base and 97% coming from homeowners, every time I wanted to build a sidewalk or put a street light in or build a recreation facility, 97% of that cost would go on to the residential homeowner. And the problem with that is, is then your taxes would have been going up six, 7% a year, 8% a year to get those improvements. So what we did is we attracted businesses we want to roll the red carpet for people that invest in Langford with the businesses because that translates to a higher tax base. And also, we now have more jobs in Langford than we've ever had in the history of Langford. Like there's jobs everywhere now and it's way different than it was, you know, 25, 30 years ago. And that's because you roll out the red carpet for business, you tighten up the bureaucracy, you get rid of red tape and basically make it faster for that investment to occur in our town faster than anywhere else, then that makes jobs for the people that live in Langford. So it directly translates to that. It's not a myth. It's actually true. Somebody comes invest, you have the jobs in the building, then you have the jobs in the maintenance and the management of it. And, and you know, it's pretty exciting. We were rated number one city in Canada by that one uh, poll that was done 
uh, last year. And also we were number one city in BC on the, uh, the other poll that was done at the, so, so, you know, we're, we're sitting here at a good spot right now and we just have to make sure that we end up, you know, continuing that on. If we stop development, if we stop and, and don't attract business anymore, you will see an absolute turn and it would change the way the excitement, the vibrancy, and you would lose jobs. So it's just common sense. We're a blue collar town. We got to keep, you know, our people working. So our job as politicians to, is to know that, is to know where the jobs come from and make sure that we're not the impediment for economic activity and jobs for the people at Langford. You've been the mayor for 29 years. How has your approach to leadership changed since you started to, to kind of where you're right now? Well, fundamentally in the beginning, it was a little bureaucratic and it was hard to lead when there's five different things going on. So what we did as a council, we divided up the the committees into, um, you know, police, fire and that. And then we put a counselor in charge of each one. And then we would just meet and put a committee together of residents that went on the, say, the Protective Service Committee. So we always had a pipeline to of knowledge from the general community, too. If you were a, a developer and you were building condos and we're starting to say, hey, we want condos that are high. We would try and search out professionals that maybe were retired or whatever that could actually give us advice on how to do things too as, as well. So we take the wealth of knowledge from the public and we're, we've got a lot of volunteers on our committees that help us make decisions. And that's really been excellent. Instead of us being just the leader making the decision, we actually have really great people uh, that are you know, committed to Langford. They want to see Langford succeed. They want to see it grow. They want to see the young families happy in the recreation and our economic development committee is awesome too as well. And so our council works really well uh, with all these groups and we value their input as to where we're going and, you know, what the future holds. And you're always going to have people that are going to complain, but what you need to do is look at what the majority of the people want and what is important for Langford. And you have that direction where you stay focused and you move forward. And there's nothing wrong with what we've been doing for the last 29 years saying, we want everybody that lives in Langford to have a job. We want to make sure we roll up the red carpet for business and we need to make sure that we support each other and all of our endeavors, like, you know, for recreation, then even if you don't play soccer, but let's get support to build a soccer stadium. If you don't, you know, even if you don't walk our trails, this still gets support for our trails and our bike lanes and, you know, all these things. And this is the uh, role that uh, council is playing in a leadership role to put the vision out there. And we haven't changed much of our vision from, you know, 25 years ago it was keep the taxes low, attract business, build recreation. When we get enough of a base of like 50,000 people in Langford, then we start doing the arts and cultural stuff and we make sure that we build a more well-rounded community. And we're just starting on that uh, journey right now is moving into the arts and cultural and doing those type of things. So everybody in Langford will have an opportunity uh, to go do something other than sit at your house on your couch. You'll be able to get out there. There's got to be something for everybody is probably the best way to describe it. Anyway, it's, 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 it's exciting to be you know, a leader of a community 
that the public is behind, like they're behind what we're doing and they're excited about it. And so that gives us the, uh, the energy to carry on and make Lankford the best place to be. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate you, your clarity. Find that. I think the cooperative part is so great to get you out of here. I've got four really quick ones here for you. Uh, you have a favorite book uh, or podcast that, that you're engaged with. Oh uh, yeah. Well, no, I, I, I like automobile magazines like the Rob report and stuff, to be quite honest. That's the only yeah, thing yeah. I'm a member member of. No, I like looking at, uh, you know, house designs. I like looking at, you know, new cars and technology and things like that. So I just kind of read those in my spare time when I got nothing to do. I kind of aimlessly look. Best personal advice you've received. Um, best personal advice. I've received is always make sure that uh, you have a goal and that you work hard for it. And if you're going to start some, finish it, right? Just carry on and, and be focused on what you're doing. And, and that's part of cutting the red tape and bureaucracy. I'm very focused on that. I don't like bureaucracy. I don't like red tape. So, you know, that was good advice that I was given. Like, Hey, don't, don't waste a bunch of time doing things that you can't really fix. Just get on there and, and uh, carry on with what you believe in and and make sure that you make a, a positive impact on the people around you. Okay. No, that's great. Uh, favorite app on your phone? Favorite app on my phone? Uh, I like to go fishing and hanging out boating, so I always look at my weather app. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Last one for you. Favorite restaurant in Langford? Well, that's an easy one. It has to be the Fountain Diner. I go there for breakfast every morning. (laughs) Thanks for stopping by From the Trenches, the Business Examiner podcast. If you want to learn more about the interviewee, please check the web and social links provided in the video or listening platform description. Please send any feedback to info at businessexaminer.ca with the subject line podcast. We'll see you next week.